Welcome back to Otaku Talk. I am Natalie Wiles. I'm Bradley Millis. Hello, everyone. Hello. We have some pretty cool weeby shit to talk about this week. <laughs> we got a show today. <laughs> Weeb shit. We got a show. Let's make this fast. I'm really, I'm running on fumes today. Oh, so am I. Sorry, my cat's doing something really cute. He's, I mean, he's just existing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he moved his paw. He's pawing at the table. So cute. Look at him. He eats. <laughs> okay, so we got, we got, we got some anime stuff to talk about. We've been, we've been. We watched some anime stuff this week. Boy, did we! <laughs> Welcome to Anime Alley. Anime Alley. It's a. It's it's our new name for for the bit. Don't worry, we have more. We have more names for other bits. <laughs> what did you uh, start watching this week, Brad? Okay, so I tried to start watching Fate Slash Stay Night. So good. <laughs> Here's, so you've seen it. Middle school Natalie is freaking out a little bit right now. You saw it middle school. Maybe it was like early high school. I don't well, remember. Then maybe maybe I watched the wrong one. Okay, so I literally typed in <laughs> exciting animes of twenty six or twenty seventeen. Like what's what's new? What's gonna be exciting that's coming out? And this was on it. And I'm not sure if it was just it was probably just like a new season or like a new Was it like, like CGI at all? No, not not really. Okay, it might be the older kind. I don't know. They might be revamping it this year. Maybe. I I'm not sure what it was. Um, but I remember, like, I saw the preview, I'm like, this looks so exciting. This looks so cool. And, uh, so then I, I, I booted up the first episode. It was on Netflix, which kind of was, like, a heads up, like, this is probably not the right thing, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. Booted up on Netflix, um, about 9, 10 in the evening, and, uh... I had no fucking idea what was going on. I, I mean, like, it was the first episode, so they were doing a lot of character introductions, but I was asleep by 9.30. Oh, yeah. It's it's a total clusterfuck in the first episode, and you really don't understand. I get that they're, like, they're trying to introduce all the characters yeah. that are going to be important to the storyline. Um, I couldn't do it. And here's the thing. I didn't wake up until the next day around <laughs> 2 p.m. Oh, my God. Fate Stay Night put me in a coma. Yeah. Yeah. You were cursed. <laughs> and I, that was like the night that I had dedicated to watching as much as I possibly could so that I could make an intelligent conversation about it. <laughs> um, so instead, um, we watched a few episodes of uh, A Future Diary. I mean, you, you've seen it. It's so good. You've seen it already. <laughs> it's one of my favorite. Top five. Easy. Uh, I just watched the first three episodes, and I'm, I'm very impressed. Are you going to go home and watch it this of week? Of course, yeah. <laughs> if not, I'm just going to listen to the theme song over and over it again. It gets you pumped, right? It's so badass. Whenever I'm like on my way to work and I'm like really dreading going, I'll listen to that to pump me up and be like, okay, I'm going to fuck shit up today. I'm going <laughs> to fucking make that latte, that latte art's going to be so fucking great. all the things. Uh, yeah, like, it's like when the music kicks back up again like when when like when it just shows people's limbs completely doused in blood i don't know like whatever the music's doing that gives me chills every single time i hear it it's a power song yeah three for three yeah i'm really excited <laughs> uh and then um another anime i wanted to talk about that i'm that i'm excited about i'm only about halfway through it it's called nana i need to watch it um so here's the thing it's literally just like a. It's just little. It's literally just a soap opera. Oh, that's awesome. But like anime style. I love soap operas. Um, there's this like, there's this girl. She's kind of shy. She moves to a new, um, a new house, and then she finds out um, she has this roommate who plays in a band, and um, I don't know. I guess just like just because like I I. I'm really involved in music and stuff that I was, I don't know. Maybe that's what drew me into it. Um, but the thing is like, there's nothing <laughs> that's like particularly spectacular about the anime. There's nothing like super exciting. No one has any superpowers. There's no blood or gore or anything. It's not even like funny. It's literally just a soap opera. And the appeal is that the characters are just really relatable and it's just really good storytelling. Aww. So wait, did you say it was a high school anime? 
Uh, it is not a high school anime. It is like a post high school anime. Okay. I'm not. I can't remember if she is moving to go to university somewhere or if she okay. has okay. graduated and she's like moving to land a job somewhere. I can't remember which, what phase she is in her life. But yeah, it is definitely post high school. Well, cool. Normally, I'm partial to high school animes, but that actually sounds really cool. Right. Yeah. And now that I'm not in high school anymore, I can sure use relatability. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, everyone's been through high school, so we can all relate to high school animes, and they they are really fun, especially because how exaggerated they are <laughs> most of the time. That's why everyone loves soap operas, though. Um, so there's an anime coming out next month that you're really excited about? Oh, the ballroom dancing anime. The ballroom dancing <laughs> I don't know anime. the name of it, but we were talking about it earlier. <laughs> uh, it's Dancing with the Stars, but anime. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm, I don't know. The intro is pumped. Have you seen the intro? Uh, I did not see the intro, but I did see a preview for it. And it's not even one that you showed me. It was one that literally just like popped up on Facebook that was just like, this is an anime coming up about ballroom dancing. It looks so good. <laughs> Does it look so good? I mean, here's the thing. They're just taking every single activity that exists in the world and over-dramatizing it to anime form. That's not a bad thing. You literally just watched an anime about ice skating. You shut your whore mouth about Yuri on Ice. <laughs> Don't get me started. That was my pick for today. The main reason I wanted to bring it up is because, um, I guess last Saturday, they had an evening session of Yuri on stage event. I don't know where. I'm reading from an article on uh, Anime News Network. Bless. Uh, <laughs> and when it ended on Saturday, they announced that the production for the Yuri on Ice movie has been greenlit. So... It will probably be a while, because the actual anime took two years to make, I want to say. So the movie will probably take a year or so now that, you know, it's been so popular, and now they probably have the funding to make it so quickly. But anyway, really great anime. Really excited, because Victor is amazing, and Yuri's amazing. I don't know. You should watch it. It's good. Okay. <laughs> I will give the overdramatization of figure skating a chance. It's good. It's fun. You know what I'm dying to see, though? What? Yuri on ice. On ice. Oh, my God. You know they're going to do it. I don't. You but... know. Japan. Come on. You know you're gonna, they're going to do it. There was actually a Russian Was skater. it a big enough anime to turn into oh, yeah. an ice? Was oh, it really yeah. popular? Oh, it's... Yeah. It's okay. like, you okay. know, like okay. in, in animes where you see, like, the sub-show like show animes have cutouts and shit. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, they're popular. That happens in real life. Oh. They cut out some, like, department stores for that anime. Well, then there's at least going to be, like, an independently produced... Yeah! It's going to be Yuri so great. Yuri on Ice. On Ice. It's going to be so great. Yuri on Ice Squared. <laughs> well, there was actually a Russian ice skater. I can't remember her name. Uh, she did a routine for Yuri on Ice because she, she loves them. And then she won some competition, and then she did a Sailor Moon uh, set, and it was really cool. Well, she's just like a figure skater who dressed up as a character from Yuri on Ice. Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. Let me look. But for f I know for a fact, because I watched her video, uh, she skated to the Sailor Moon song, and she, like, her wardrobe was reversible. So, like, she took off a shirt, and it was the Sailor Moon, like, outfit, and then her That's skirt awesome. twirled around, and like, she, like went down and pulled up a sock and it looked like her giant boots. Hell yeah. Oh, it was so cool. Um, bah, 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 That's cut. a really good idea. Okay, so she didn't actually do a Yuri on Ice um, routine. She only did the Sailor Moon one. I mean, obviously she has other routines, but she's a big weeb, I'm assuming, because she watches Yuri on Ice and loves Sailor Moon. But uh, her fans gifted her with Yuri on Ice plushies and she like freaked out because she's like, I love this show so much. <laughs> I'm like, that's really cool. I think the cool thing about these activity animes and like sport animes that so many people like don't like is that people in those activities in real life are like, hey, my activity is getting like recognized and mm -hmm. that's cool. And they, they can relate to that because like I was watching uh, Free, the swim team, the <laughs> don't, they, don't, don't tell me they made a swim team anime. Don't look at me like that. They did. <laughs> oh my god! It's so good. So Here's the thing. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's incredible. I mean, 
I feel like that just backs my point it's up. Really They're just dead. literally taking every single activity. We did a basketball one a couple years ago. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, like, anyway. I, I, last week I literally <laughs> talked about a boxing one. Yeah. It was so it's good. It's been going on for a while. It's so good. Well, <coughs> Jesus. Um, well, when I was watching Free, Scott's like, what's this anime about? I'm like, oh, it's about swimming. He's like, cool, I used to swim. So he watched it with me, and, you know, it's pegged as a girl anime because there's shirtless guys and mm, mm-hmm. super fan servicey but i stand by my point it's cool people like it it's what, relatable what, what is fan servicey for dude anime like, uh they jump in a pool and then the way they stand up their abs are glimmering were they bulging through their speedos i don't i don't I don't you remember. Know. Don't don't say you don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Bullshit. I haven't seen it in like a year. <laughs> I need to watch it again, actually. <laughs> Without Scott. <laughs> Scott, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but other than that, yeah, go watch Yuri on Ice and Brad, go watch Free. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to watch uh, Yuri on Ice. Free first. Eternal Summer. There. Watch that. That one. I'm. am really gonna try to give Fate Stay Night a chance. It's so good. I. It, you definitely will dig it once okay. you get into the swing of it. Right. I remember it taking a couple episodes for me being like, "This is actually pretty cool." I just remember there was like something about command seals, and she like wasted one on the first episode. Yep. And like, someone was just, like, "Oh my god, you used one! How dare you! Ugh. That's so wasteful!" <laughs> like I now I get that these are a big deal, but. But what are they? I don't know anything about anything. It's because you fell asleep. It is because I fell asleep. <laughs> it put me into a coma. Did you at least dream about anime? Uh, probably. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> That's why you always go to bed watching anime, guys. Then you can dream <laughs> about your waifu. <laughs> okay. okay, so um, I know last week... We talked about um, very fun flavors of things that are <laughs> that are um, in Japan that aren't here. Yeah. So I took it upon the liberty right. of <laughs> buying Brad the uh, green tea Kit Kats. I'm so excited. So we're gonna try them right now. I'm really excited to try this. <laughs> okay. I do not break them in half. I, I'm sorry. I know it's oh. a it's a green tea Kit Kat. Okay. Well. Um. I if I get like the full it, size ones, then what, yeah, I'll, look, I'll I do it. I stuck it back together. It's like it never happened. I'm just gonna eat all one bite. All right, let's go. One bite. Damn, I don't have that big of a mouth. Okay, you go. <laughs> you do it. <laughs> what do you think, Brad? <laughs> so far, just normal Kit Kat. <laughs> Maybe like white chocolate Kit. Oh. Uh-huh. There's a little bit of green tea in there. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I dig that. Now, the ones that we really need to try are the sake ones. What? Yeah, they have sake ones. Excuse me? Yeah. Only in Japan, though. So, uh, any of our listeners in Japan, if you want to send it to us. <laughs> P.O. Box 8175. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to P.O. Box. We don't, we don't have any P.O. We don't really have a P.O. Box. No, don't send don't. it to P.O. Box 8175. I don't know. I don't even know if that is a real P.O. box number. It probably is. I don't know. I'm not sure how P.O. boxes work. I don't either. <laughs> like, are they just these magical boxes? Who knows? Sorry for listeners. Um, for chewing on the podcast. Eh, it's ASMR. Well, yeah, some people, some people, I legitimately listen to <laughs> people chewing as a relaxation thing. That just makes my skin crawl. See, I like listening own. to the tapping. I think we talked about ASMR in our last video. Too, a little bit. Or our last podcast, too. Oh. A, w- a wee bit. A weeb bit. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving along to our next bit, we uh, we got the K corner. Um, I'm going to talk about some, uh, some, some recent releases... Um, I, I mean, I'm like, I want to, I want to start making it more just like, this is what came out in the last week, but, um, because this is such a new podcast and there's been so much stuff that's come out lately that I'm so excited about, um, I'm going to, I'm going to cover some, I'm going to cover some, some more stuff. Um, first off, I want to talk about Twice. Yes. 
Yes. Motherfucking twice. They're so good. How adorable. So cute. There's so many of them. There's nine. There's right? nine of them. Do they not? I mean, honestly, they could probably switch them all out and I wouldn't even notice. No, they do. What the fuck? <laughs> like, for every single verse, it's like... One says one line. One oh, says I know that. Line. I mean, like the whole. And then, band. like they go, they go like back and forth, and like for each section of the song, it's like between like two of the members, um, but it ends up like by the end of the song, each member gets like maybe ten words in. Yeah. Is it fair. even worth it? It's fair. <laughs> yeah, but they get to dance around all cute, like. Right, but. Worth it. <sighs> yeah, they are adorable. All their music <laughs> videos are so fun too. Um, the latest of which, knock knock. Here's the thing. First time I heard it, it's like, God damn it, this is just absolute fluff. There's no, there's, there's nothing to this song. But you love fluff, Brad. But then I heard it like another time, and then another time, and then another time, <laughs> and then another time, and I'm like, God damn it. Knock knock is my shit. It's so, <laughs> it's so goddamn is that catchy. Your power jam. And here's the thing. But the same thing, like, every single time Twice puts out a song, I'm just like, this is the stupidest fucking song I've ever heard. I'll listen to it twice. I'll listen to it again. I'll listen to it a third time. And then all of a sudden I'm just like, all right, now this, I gotta, I gotta put this on my playlist. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna work out to this in the morning. All right, let's, you, let's be real, I don't work out. I was but, gonna say, <laughs> are you the kind of guy that goes to the gym and just has K-pop and anime girl songs? Um... I'm if not the kind of guy that gym. goes to the gym, but, if you went to but the gym. when I do, <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you have it. That's the uh, best music to work out to, guys. Actually, it is not. I will say the best music to work out to is uh, just put on any album by Waka Flocka Flame. Oh my god, yes. That'll Perfect get tempo you to run to. Up. Yeah, just like time your steps to him just bow, 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 bow. It's perfect. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I also had a great time working out to really upbeat, fun K-pop stuff. So yeah, Knock Knock, super fun song, very fun video. I can't believe I like it, but I like it. <laughs> Same thing happened like with with Cheer Up. It took me so long to like Cheer Up that like there that was like first song that like hooked me on them. I think that's the first song a lot of people heard by them. Um, probably hated it the first dozen times I heard it. And here's the thing, like it just I would. I would, like, look up a song that I wanted to hear on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, what the, what, what's the latest four minute? What, what they got bumping? <laughs> They're so good, though. They're dead. Um, oh. R.I.P. And I would uh, I would get distracted. YouTube would autoplay the next thing. For some reason, Cheer Up by Twice was always next up. And it would just play. And then, you know, like, if I caught it in time, I'd be like, what the, what the fuck? I don't, I don't want to listen to this. And then, but eventually, like, it happened so many times I just listened all the way through it, and I'm like, you know what? This is really catchy. God damn it. I think I like Twice. And then TT came out over Halloween, and the video video was so fun. They're all dressed up in costumes, and they look like... It's so clever. Yeah. (laughs) It's so clever. I mean, it's been done a million times, but it's it's, it's always so fun. It's so clever. And then... Like, I, I just remember, like, I heard the song, and I was just like, this is, like, a really bad LMFAO beat <laughs> with, like, super generic K-pop Maybe. singing over it. But then they went, like, I was like, I'm like, T-T, mm. <laughs> Like, when they go, mm, I'm like, all right, I'm hooked. <laughs> that one was, like, instant hooked for me. They need to get a Little John back up. They really do, yeah. They have the LMFAO beat. <laughs> you just hear in the back, Okay. <laughs> And then, so yeah, uh, turns out, fucking love twice. Um, then, uh, moving on to another th- release that I'm really excited about. Granted, this is probably like, I think it came out probably six weeks ago. Still super stoked on it. Um, you're never gonna see it performed on, like, the NBC live stream every Friday night. Um, but, uh, Uhio put out a song called Pizza, like, six weeks ago. Mm. Super cute. Super emotional. Like, the whole... Like, the main line of the song is she's just like, pizza sucks without you. I'm like, oh. Oh, girl, I get that. I feel you. I get that shit. Personal level. Yeah. Like, you know, you you miss someone so much that even your favorite thing 
isn't nearly as good anymore without them. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, god damn. I relate to that. Yeah. That's hard. Oh, Brad. <clears throat> the feels. <laughs> they got me with the pizza. Because <laughs> I fucking love pizza. But it's way better sharing a pizza with your best friend or like a significant other or something. Yeah. And then when you're not with them and you miss them and you're thinking about them and you're trying to eat the pizza to make yourself feel better. But Brad, it's, it's okay. It's, we ate pizza tonight. Yeah. You're surrounded by friends though. Yeah, it was good. Pizza it was good friends. pizza. It's good pizza. It's it good okay. frozen pizza. It was okay. It was tombstone. I mean, yeah, but it was pepperoni and sausage. So good. Sausage. Sausage. <laughs> um, and then another thing I wanted to talk about, uh, G Friend put out a song called Fingertip probably about a month, maybe two months ago at this point. I'm not, I can't remember. Time flies. Um, but I kind of want to just kind of use this as an example of how fucking ecstatic I am that... That 80s music is making a comeback. Oh, yeah. Full swing, like, 80s music is in right now. Well, in K-pop it is. No, even even in American pop it is. Oh, I was going to say, they're moving on to the 70s now. I just listened to a song that sounded like the Bee Gees. Oh, no. like the, I feel like funk has, has been around for several years now. I will say that Paramore and Fall Out Boy singles that just got dropped... So 80s, 80s vaporwave. 80s as fuck. Yeah. Especially the Paramore ones. Oh, yeah. Total Blondie ripoff, and I love it. I know. I love Blondie. So fun. Um, but yeah, I feel like like there, there was like there was a funk wave. Like There was like, you know, that, that Capital Cities record, that the Capital Cities record that came out um, a few years ago. It was like super funky, but also like electro at the same time. Mm-hmm. They're like mixing like EDM, electro, house, and funk. Which is together. good. It sounds good. It's a really good mix. And I still hear that every now and then um, because because it is such a good mix. Um, but yeah, I'm hearing lately, like the last year or so, there's been like a lot of um, 80s synth pop sounding records. Um, and I know like Jason Derulo put out that Cheyenne single. single I heard it. And I was like, oh, this sounds kind of 80s. And then... Um, I know last year, last summer, uh, Wonder Girls put out that reboot album, yep. and it is just the most perfect synth pop, like super eighties record that I could have asked for. But then they then then they went even older. Yeah, they did do seventies after that. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, seventies yeah. is making its way more. It's pushing eighties away. I still feel like it's the other way around. I feel I like seventies at it. Everyone at its wants moment. to sound like the Bee Gees now. Oh yeah, Bee Gees. I love awesome. the Bee Gees. Um, but yeah, then like, okay, so a, a single that was released, um, within the last week, two weeks or so, um, Triple H, which is, uh, Hyuna's new track, um, but she is, um, with a couple other dudes, um, but I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's just like a straight, like, funk song, um, which is really different for Hyuna because she's like the, the queen of pop, um, but it was really cool. Hey, Brad. Yeah. You know where funk comes from? Where's funk come from? The 70s. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> so yeah, Hewn has got a new new funk song out with, uh, out with a couple of the dudes whose names start with H. That's why their name is Triple H. I'd... It's clever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... I'm not particularly like a big fan of the song itself. The video was kind of fun because they're like all criminals. Huna murders someone and she like covers herself in their blood trying to clean it up. It was kind of hot. It was catchy. Um, I mainly just wanted to bring up Huna because I want to talk about how I got to see her (laughs) in motherfucking concert. Tell us about that, Brad. Oh, it was amazing. Uh, Granted been a while it was um march 1st of 2017 was when i went and saw her no because i saved the ticket i even saved the wristband that said hyona north american tour oh 2k17 did you Um, know you were gonna meet her oh no i knew i wasn't gonna meet her because the vip tickets were hundreds and hundreds of dollars oh fuck that so i just got the the shitty how many fedoras did you see in the vip section i wasn't paying attention um, 
So yeah, I just had like the seats like in the back. Um, it wasn't nearly as far as away as I thought it was going to be because it's not like she was playing in like a big arena yeah. or anything. It was actually a fairly small size theater. It was probably like only like 1,200 cap venue. Weird. Yeah, I thought for sure she would have been playing at least like a 7,000 cap yeah, venue. because when Baby Metal came to Chicago, they played at a pretty big yeah. place. Not that it, I love Baby Metal, but... I mean, Baby Metal's pretty I fucking like, tight. I like K-pop more, though. <laughs> Baby Metal's <laughs> awesome. I, I appreciate their production and how satanic right? they get. Give Me Chocolate. That oh. would be such a good song. Yeah. <laughs> Their, their record that they put out, uh, I think it was last year. It was so heavy. I haven't heard the new one. Oh, it's so good. It's like the heaviest, like most new metal riffs. Damn. But with like straight up <laughs> pop vocals. It's all. It's like it's like it's such a good unique balance. But um, so yeah. Anyway, her show her show was fantastic. Um, even though I was like sitting, yeah, kind of like up in the. I was in like the top third balcony pretty far away i could still see everything and honestly for like my first k-pop concert that i was going to uh that's exactly where i would have wanted to sit so i could oh, like yeah. see the entire production i could see like literally everything that was going on um i had a really good view of like i could see her as well as like all the backup dancers all the lights that were going on like i'd see all the light looks as they were supposed to be seen well, that's so yeah that was all cool um she played all the songs that I would have wanted her to play, she played right. a few that I wasn't expecting her to play that I was really happy she did. Um, and then I noticed, like, this is this is something that I noticed was a little different, was, first off, there was no opener at all. It, she just jumped right in? Um, there was, like, a local dance crew that did a dance number to one song. Weird. To one of her songs, actually. They did a dance number to one of her songs that she played later in the set. Oh. Which I've always thought was kind of like a like a faux pas. Like, you shouldn't... You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that, yeah. No. And so, that was, that was a little weird. And, like, and I, in fact, because they did a number to that song, I was like, so is she not going to play that song now? Or... <laughs> I really wanted to hear her play that song. But she still played it. It was tight. <laughs> <laughs> um... They did a bunch of Q&A portions. So she came out, she played one song, and then, like, an MC for the event came out and was just doing, like, interview questions with her. Oh, that's And cool. it was all, like, super, super scripted. Yeah. So, the, like, the MC would ask her in English, have you tried pizza in Chicago yet? And she would answer in Korean, and then they had a translator, you know... Saying, like, oh, yeah, I got to try pizza. It was really good. I can't wait to eat more of it. And and then he was just like, do you want to tell your fans in, in Chicago any anything? And she was just like, it's really cold outside, but I want to make it hot in here with you. Oh, God. We were like, oh, <laughs> shit, oh, girl. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Did that's what, it, that's what we came here. She made it hot. She made it way hot. A little too hot. <laughs> apparently, apparently I was drooling during the performance. <laughs> I, I was just looking at her with some very strong infatuation. <laughs> I would too, Brad. I promise I was just kind of mouthing along with the English lyrics that I knew. <laughs> that's my favorite thing to do. Listen to a K-pop song that you know the English dub to. Yeah. <laughs> English part, yeah! <laughs> That's my, my favorite <coughs> tweet that I've ever made is, look, I know I can't speak... Look, I know I can't speak Japanese, but that one English part is coming up and I'm totally about to own it. <laughs> Me with every K-pop song. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it was a really it was a really fun experience. Um, it was totally different because yeah, I didn't realize like the show flow was gonna be so different. Um, where it was like literally just like one or two songs interview, one or two songs interview. Um, there was a point where they were just like, "We'll take some questions from the audience," and then you know, so like so like someone in the front row would ask a question, mm-hmm. translator would translate for Huna, and okay. then she would answer. Um, there's this one fucking kid Aww. who 
um, like the most flamboyant dude I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Um, he gets chosen to ask a question, and he asks Huna, do I look cute today? Oh my god. <laughs> and then, at some point, they had a dance competition, and the same dude who asked, do I look cute today, got to dance in the competition. Dude fucking killed it. Oh. He blew everyone out of the water. He knew, like, so they... they did a dance number to one of her songs. Mm-hmm. It was basically just whoever knew the dance the best won. And everyone, like, knew most of the dance, but this mm-hmm. dude knew every single step. <laughs> so he And it. he owned it. Like, he looked better than her backup dancers. Damn. Which is pretty impressive. But I will say, her backup dancers didn't look super into it. Aww. Um... And I'm not sure if it's because they're used to a certain caliber of production. Because, mm-hmm. like, when you watch the videos in Korea, they got, like, giant-ass projectors and, like, LED screens. Oh, and, like, they got the whole works up there. Where here, I mean, like, it was a touring thing in a relatively small theater. So they were just kind of like... Meh. Here's a bunch of, here's a bunch of lights and movers. Like, it, yeah. looked, it still looked really yeah. cool, but... I mean, it definitely wasn't up to the the caliber that like you see in you know like the videos of your favorite K-pop performances. Um, if I were to go again, I would definitely pay the extra few hundred to get up in the front. I don't even care about like the benefits that come with it. Like, like um, I think you, if you pay like an extra two hundred dollars, you got to like take a picture with her, and if you paid an extra three hundred dollars, and you got to like meet her, which probably just means like. Shake her hand and get something signed. Yeah. Talk to her for five minutes. Oh, not even five minutes. I bet it's like five seconds. Eh, probably. I bet it's just like, oh my... I bet it's just like, oh my god, can you can you sign this? I'm such a big fan. She's like, thank you. And then she just gives oh, it back to you. I would still be like, oh my god. Oh, yeah, Where's she, the $300? She, she said a thing to me. Oh, <laughs> In English. We're gonna get married. We're gonna get married next fall. It's gonna happen. I know it. She said a thing to me. She said a thing to me, and it was in English. <laughs> She's my wife. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I mean, just to be, like, up close and experience, like, the energy from the performance, I think would be worth it. So if I were to go to another one, I would definitely go up front. Um, but, yeah, that's that's about all I had for the, uh, for, the, for the cake corner bit. Okay, so I guess it's time for convention mention. All right, convention mention. If you guys aren't cringing yet at these names, then we're doing it wrong. <laughs> They need to be corny as hell. Um, <coughs> so unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to go to this one, but my best friend is, mm. and uh, she actually lived in Florida, and we became friends when she moved up here because I asked her if she liked anime. You're and not going. All, you're gonna. You're not gonna go all the way down to Florida. No, <laughs> I'm poor. I'm trying to move. I hear it's really humid this time of year. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Uh, but, so, uh, if you guessed it, I am talking about Megacon. Uh, Andrea is going to take my copy of Sailor Moon on Blu-ray and have the voice actor for Sailor Jupiter sign it for me and cried a little on the inside just because I love Sailor (laughs) Jupiter so much. (laughs) Um, some of the cool, uh, voice actors. Which one is she? Is she the hot one? She's the brown-haired one in the green. She's the one I have the three figures of. Yeah, she's the hot one. Yeah. They're all the hot one. Yeah. Uh, she's the best because she'll kick your ass and then make dinner afterwards. Like she, she loves to cook in the anime. Tight. And she's, I think her slogan is, "I'll make you feel so much regret, it'll leave you numb." Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. She's metal as fuck. Hell yeah. Uh, so, let's see. It looks like some of the voice actors um, that are going to be there is Boruto, you know, the Naruto's son, mm-hmm. the uh, women who voice Sailor Moon, Sailor Mars, Sailor Jupiter, uh, uh, a couple One Piece voice actors, uh, Master Orochi from Dragon Ball is going to be there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's a perv. And then some other ones, just animation. Uh, the guy, the voice of Fry from Futurama is going to be there. Okay. Uh, Squidward from Spongebob. Hell, yeah. Uh, Pocahontas, Princess Jasmine, 
Prince Eric, and then all three girls from Totally Spies. Okay. Yeah. Just really random, but really cool. Uh, Tim Curry's going to be there. Who? Tim Curry, the guy from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, okay. The precipitate, or what was it? Uh, Anticipation. I hate that. I've never seen Rocky Horror Picture Uh, Show. It's pretty good. Actually, a lot of people from Rocky Horror Picture Show are going to be there. A lot of people tell me I need to watch it. And I never do. It's pretty good. We'll watch it together. It's okay. All right. <laughs> uh, one of the kids from Stranger Things is going to be there. Stan Lee's going to be there. Uh, Jenna Coleman's going to be there. I don't really like her, so I don't really care about her. Uh, Jake, if you're listening, uh, Darth Maul's going to be there. The actual Darth Maul? The actual Darth Maul. Oh, but I thought he fell down a pit. Eh, maybe not. He's going to be there. <laughs> in he's full crawling, makeup he's crawling out of the pit <laughs> with the uh, with the bionic bottom half yeah exactly <laughs> he uses his legs to climb um the Hillywood show is gonna be there they have really funny videos have you seen any of their stuff I've not no I'll have to show you some later Felicia yeah show Day. me some later uh, I actually got to briefly see Felicia Day at Planet Comic Con and then you know just a bunch of comic book artists are gonna be there it's a really big con. Um, if you guys are in the Florida area, definitely go. Uh, it's from May 25th to the 28th. Uh, Orange County Convention Center. And, yeah, uh, it honestly looks pretty freaking cool. It's all about comics, sci-fi, horror, anime, and gaming. So, can't really go wrong with any of this stuff. If you were going to be able to go um, and, you know, brave the humidity, have your hair be a complete floof. <laughs> oh, my God. What uh, what would you be most excited about? The voice actor for Sailor Jupiter. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love Sailor Moon so much. You're obsessed. It's so good. I literally have a shrine for Sailor Moon in, on my wall. Do you have a tattoo of Sailor Moon? I do. Yeah. I got a giant Sailor Moon tattoo on my thigh in March. Nerd. <laughs> I am a nerd. <laughs> I actually don't have any tattoos. I used to what? really want... I didn't know that. I have no tattoos. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Give uh, it a Scott. I used to really want. I did not know that. I thought Scott had. Yeah, some. no. Um, I really wanted to get Sonic and Shadow the Hedgehog on the backs of my calves. You should do it. I know I should. You should still do it. I know. It's. I don't know. For me, it's 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 hard, and I know that I'm only saying this because I have no tattoos. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to justify taking like eight hundred dollars yep. and putting it towards that when I'm just like I have all this other stuff I could use eight hundred dollars for. And that's it, Scott's issue, too. Um, that's why I started with a small one. Like, I got my uh, treble clef uh, right after out of high school. What does the treble clef stand for? <laughs> uh, that you were 18 in emo? <laughs> yeah, God. No, I was in marching <laughs> band. I was in band from fourth grade to senior year of high school until I gra- graduated. What would you play? The clarinet. I was Squidward. That's a that's a great skill. Do you still play the clarinet? Uh, maybe maybe I'll bring my clarinet on and try after not playing it for four years. This is it. You've never picked it up since you graduated. Oh God! Well, I picked it up once a year afterwards. I went to the alumni pep band night. All right. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was fun. I got the treble clef because obviously clarinets play in treble, but um. Music was super big for me, but the tattoo was only 60 bucks. It was cheap. Right. And then my Life is Strange tattoo that I just got last week was only 60 bucks too, so. I would say, I feel I feel like a lot of people that played the clarinet, or pretty much any yeah. <laughs> instrument yep. that are like your got typical band instruments, don't still play those instruments. I know only like... A handful of people that still do, and they're mostly music music majors. And I honestly, what the fuck do you do with a major and a degree in music? Playing the professional band or orchestra, I guess. Or on the street. <laughs> or you could be like a studio musician, I guess. That's yeah. true. Yeah, but I know. I know. I know some people are going for their doctorate. I'm like, why? What in, in? Oh no, babies! What is you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's literally me. Like, yeah, if you're going to Juilliard, good for you. Like, yeah, totally. Obviously, you deserve to be there. I actually knew a guy who got accepted to Juilliard. That was in my grade. Uh, he was fucking awesome at trumpet. Yeah, I know. I know a handful of people that play the trumpet. I know a few people that play the saxophone still. 
I know absolutely no one that plays clarinet or oboe or bassoon. What about the piccolo? No, I know no one that plays the piccolo. <laughs> I do know one dude that plays the flute. That's dope. And he's Does fucking he awesome at the with flute. Because mm, no. he should. What? What do you mean? People beatbox with their flutes. I'll show you a video All right. later. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Did you know Scott used to play trumpet? I feel like I should have known that. I feel like I didn't know that. It's okay. He quit marching band after two months because someone beat him for first chair and he got salty. And oh. So he quit. He didn't want to just be third chair playing whole notes the whole time? No. <laughs> hey, you know what? I was third... Um, what is it? Like section three. I don't I don't remember marching band terms. I should. I feel really bad. It's okay. My music directors will never listen to this. But... <laughs> so you thought... I was always in section three, which meant I fucking sucked. That, <laughs> by the way, that's code word for you fucking suck. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But... I did play a lot of, like, the bass parts, and it was fine. Like, I enjoyed it, but... Was it a lot of whole notes? Oh, yeah. Not always. Uh, but a lot of the time, yeah. Yeah, the other time it was the rests yeah. that you were counting. Yeah, and, you know, 40, 40 <laughs> stages of rest. No, but I actually got, like, super <laughs> super buff and super tan doing marching band. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. And Carrying my, around an instrument and then walking around aggressively around a football field. Marching band is a sport. Say that to my guns. Well. <laughs> they aren't there anymore, but they were. I remember we have to use this, we had to use, uh, do this exercise where we had to hold all of our instruments above our head and march our sets. Oh. To build upper body strength. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. So all the sousaphone players had a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would suck. My arms were on fire. So if you want a good like arm workout, go get an instrument and. Uh, carry it oh you know what your head i will i will throw this out there there is a uh there's a local group called grand avenue ruckus okay and they are literally like a like a band like there's yeah there's a sousa player there's like two trumpet players like a saxophone player two trombone players and then like a french horn player i think they have a french horn and then yeah like a uh, then they got like just like someone that's beating the shit out of a bass drum, someone that has like a couple of different of like the snares or mm-hmm. I, I don't know what kind of percussion they have, but whatever you'd find in like the typical marching band where the dude has like four things in front of him. Oh, yeah. timpanies. I think that's what they are. Is that what they are? No, probably not. Maybe. I don't know. God, I haven't been in a band in four years. I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone. It's been so long. I mean, I feel like the general population doesn't know what they're called. Yeah, probably. It's just, it's they're like the keyboardy things that you the, whack the, the with The thing ballots. that you put over your shoulder with the four the four drums and they and quads. they beat the shit out of it. They That's go, actually what they're called. What? Quads. Oh, quads. Okay. I know drumline stuff. I don't know pit stuff. All right. Well, they have all that stuff and That's they just do good. like covers of stuff. I'm gonna do like Michael Jackson. Oh, that's cool. Covers. Like ABC one two three. They do. All right, that seems like a good can place I, to go Can that be the name break? of the podcast? <laughs> the douche, douche flute. flute. <laughs> That's the name of this week's episode. <laughs> douche flute. <laughs> All right. You want to uh, move on to, uh, to our next bit? <laughs> Let's take a quick break. Okay. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Enjoy this week's music.
welcome back to Otaku Talk. What up? What up? All right, so uh, next bit we want to move on to, um, I'm calling it Food Dump. I, I like it. It's a, it's a really <laughs> dumb name. I like it still. I like it. It's I just okay. like I like the word dump a lot. I uh, think it's I think it's just a funny sounding word. I think the name fits because half the time after you eat some of this food, you need to take a dump. Can I can I tell you about <laughs> the song that I like to play? Oh God, yes. When I when I dump. Please do. <laughs> so Crayon Pop oh, I love has a song called Bar Bar Bar. <laughs> and, I love that song. And yeah, in the chorus, they're like jumping and jumping, but their accents make it sound like dumping and dumping. <laughs> so if if anyone is around or within earshot, and I'm afraid they're gonna hear my noises, I just blast that song <laughs> until I'm done. But they're cheering you on. I <laughs> know it's actually really motivating. <laughs> It makes me feel way better about defecating the, the poison that I'm expelling. <laughs> the dark matter that has been excreted. <laughs> so where have you eaten this week? Alright, so for the food dump, I wanted to give a shout out to the restaurant Three Samurai in Iowa City. Ooh. Um, I guess it's technically Coral, Coralville. Okay. Yeah, Coralville. Um, so I just got a ton of sushi from there. Ooh. Um, got like 50 pieces of sashimi and then like I think we tried six different rolls. Damn. Uh, we were ordering for like a party. There was like there was like a dinner party of like six or seven of us. Oh, okay. I was gonna say were you ordering for a party but there was only two of you? No. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> I'd do that. Scott and I have done that before. No, normally it's if I'm just shame. going with another person I'm just gonna like just give me three rolls and some edamam. At a mame. Hey, it's okay. Edamame. There's no shame here. Some at a mame. <laughs> um, I will say, like the the rolls were they were they were decent. I mean, like they were they were good. They definitely weren't mm-hmm. bad, but they weren't like spectacular or anything. And like they didn't do. I feel like they didn't really get nearly as creative with a lot of their sauces mm-hmm. as I've had from other places. Um, well, that sucks. However, uh, the sashimi. Like every like everything was just it tasted really fresh, it's just really good. Okay. It had a lot of flavor to it. I'll have to try it when we go to Anime Iowa because yes. Anime Iowa is in Coralville. Um, but yeah, it's 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 in a building. It's kind of buried. Um, when you're passing it on the main road, mm-hmm. it's pretty easy to miss it. Is it over by the mall? It is really close to the mall. Yeah. Okay, cool. I know where it is then. Oh, okay. Cool. I think I've seen said building. Yeah, uh, there's like a the there's like a whole strip really of thing. Familiar. Yeah, there's like a whole strip of stores. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like there's like the the first floor that you can see from the main street, and like you can see the, like the second floor yeah. stuff, but you can only get to it when you go, like go around the back. Oh, that sucks. Um, Bad but, building design. Eh, yeah, but yeah, this place is awesome. Um, I'll have to try it out. I'm always looking for better places to eat when I'm in Anime Iowa, totally. and this is gonna be the last year. It's at Coraville, so. Oh, really? Yeah, they're moving to Des Moines next year. Whee! That really nice hotel that they're adding on to Hy-Vee Hall. That's where the convention's going to be. I didn't know they were putting a hotel next to Hy-Vee Hall. Yep, that's, awesome. that's why there's a shit ton of construction over there. Uh-huh, yeah. I'm excited, though, because you know how, like, two hotels are, or, like, one hotel is already connected to it? So, basically, they're going to have, they're going to have two, the both of those hotels, and then the Hy-Vee Convention Center, where they have Wizard World, is going to be all for Anime Iowa. Oh, tight. And you can have panels in, like, the hotels, too. Oh, so, yeah, in the, in the ballrooms. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, the space is really needed for that. But... I used to do sound for events in hotel ballrooms. Really? It was a fucking nightmare. Oh, no. Hotel ballrooms are not meant for... Are the acoustics just bad? I mean, not necessarily like the acoustics are bad. It's just like the way that the speakers are set up. They like put the speakers in the ceiling, oh. and they shoot the sound straight down. down. So and then carry. when someone's holding a microphone, they usually have the microphone pointing straight up. So it's just like a goddamn feedback nightmare. Oh god, no. Yeah. Ugh. So it's like as so soon as like you get church. any level that you can hear out of it. Ugh. I have the same you, thing at you my just old. Hear like, 
Oh, that's the worst. I hate that. Was really spot on. Thanks. Oh my god. I, I hear. I hear it a lot. It's it's what I do. God. <laughs> well, I used to do sound booth at my old church when I was a kid. Really? And, yeah. Scott, I don't even know if Scott knows that. I used to do that, but yeah, and yeah, I know what you. I know what you mean. My old, my old church used to try to get me to do it before I was even interested in it at all, and I oh. was I was like. No, I don't want to do it. No. It looked complicated. I just didn't want to pay attention during service, so I just wanted to be up in the booth doing nothing. <laughs> Oops. I mean... Sorry, Mom. I mean, I was kind of the same way, but I also didn't want to help out. I just wanted to literally just be doing nothing. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Jesus. I'm going to hell. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather be dicking around with sound equipment. <laughs> Whoops. Okay. Anyway... Uh, have you been to Miyabi May- 7? 9? Miyabi 9. Miyabi 9. Have you been yeah. there? So I used to live a block away from it. Oh, yeah. You used to live down there. I do not the... still live down there. But I, you used I to. didn't move. Um, yeah, I moved about a year ago. But yeah, when I lived there, I lived what? like a block away from it for like two years. What do you think about their sushi? It's my second favorite place in Des Moines. Okay, because I tried lunch. my very first sushi roll there and I hated it. Really? I need help finding sushi I like. What'd you get? I don't know. Something with mayo in it. It was gross. Was it spicy mayo or just mayo? I think it was spicy. Oh. I mean, usually those are pretty decent. I don't know. Maybe it was regular Um, mayo. I was also in high school and some guy's like, hey, you're going to like this. I'm going to order you this and you're going to like it. I'm (laughs) just like, I fucking hate mayo, dude. No, you're going to like it. No, but I... No. (laughs) When I go to Miyabi 9, I usually try to get something that has mango in it. Ooh, um, they do, I, I will say, um, Miyabi 9 seems to do a lot of, like, really good work with, like, mixing tangy fruits okay. in with their rolls. And it, um, it's, like, a, it's a really interesting balance that they got going on okay. between, like, the savory fish and then the I'll have to the try tangy. that. And then when you dip it in the soy sauce, it's, like, a, it's like a little flavor experience. It's, like, really good. Okay. Um, I will say my favorite place in Des Moines is Wasabi Tao. Ooh. Which is right next to um, the lift. Oh, I love the lift. Yeah. That's my favorite bar. <laughs> so yeah, literally right <laughs> next door is like the best sushi place in town. I didn't even notice town, that. In my personal opinion. Um, it's probably right. They do a lot of really cool work with sauces. Um, so like you'll, you know, you'll, you'll like eat the whole thing, mm-hmm. take the whole bite. It's a big bite. Special, like I always get like the specialty rolls. Uh-huh. So you get the specialty rolls, um, pretty much every single one of them is amazing. I've uh-huh. tried almost every single one of them. Never had one that I hated. Huh. Um, so yeah, eat the whole thing. Okay. Initial taste, probably going to taste the soy sauce that you dipped it in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Maybe you'll, that's you'll, my problem. I never dipped it in soy sauce. Oh, yeah, yeah. Put some wasabi in the soy sauce, mix that shit up. Yeah, no, I and just then, ate uh, roll. Yeah, That's don't. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. You wanna, you wanna put it. In, well, you what wanna, the fuck? Just do it. Just do a little. Just a little dab. I love soy sauce. Little dab, little dab of wasabi in the soy sauce. Little <laughs> dab of the sushi in the soy sauce with I the don't wasabi. I've never had wasabi. What the fuck? Brad, show me the way. <laughs> I've I've also never had bubble tea. Okay. Okay. I'm All supposed right. to go with my friend though, so it's okay. We're working on that. <laughs> so basically, your favorite place. When since they dabble with the sauces more, that's yeah. what the place that you went to this week needs more of. Yes, I would say so. Um, Cause yeah, wasabi tau like you you know, you take the bite, mm-hmm. get the first flavor, then the, suddenly there's a second flavor, third flavor, sometimes four or five or six different flavors that you mm-hmm. go through. The more you chew into it, okay, and it's just like you're constantly just going like oh 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> And like I don't know, I just every single bite, I just like I just ended up like melting in like, my seat. Uh, I'm like, oh my god, this is so good. I'm gonna have to go there. Though. Why can't I have this every good. day? Why can't I have this because we're poor? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that is why we can't <laughs> have it every day, because it's like at least fifteen dollars per roll. Yikes. Yeah, that's the specialty rolls for you. I mean, that's pretty much like a lot. Pretty much any sushi restaurant that you're gonna go to, mm-hmm. if you get the specialty stuff, it's like ten to fifteen per roll. Ooh. But you get like eight How bites. How big are it. they though? But like eight to ten bites. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I take really big bites though. So. It's worth it. It's definitely worth it. Okay. Well, mm. I'll have to try it because I think the only places I've had sushi from are Fuji, or no, Taki. 
Is that Taki? Taki's good. Um, and then probably my like my third or fourth favorite. So maybe I've just. I mean, I obviously haven't been putting soy sauce on it, so there's my issue. Yeah, that's 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 gonna be a part of it. Tastes like butthole. (laughs) Not that I know what a butthole tastes like, but I can imagine now that I've had that sushi without (laughs) soy sauce. Oh, Raj, you're so cute. Mm. The cat is sleeping. He's so tired. He sleeps. Oh, he's stretching now. <laughs> oh. He's literally just doing everyday cat things. Yeah, but he's so cute. <laughs> he's got such an expressive face. Okay, uh, time for cosplay creations? Yes. All right, so our last segment is going to be cosplay creations, where... Obviously, last week I talked about uh, one cosplay that I saw this week uh, that I really liked, just to kind of give some cosplayers promotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I actually have two. Uh, they're both <laughs> they're both Dragon Maid, uh, and they both involve Dragon Maid. Hell yeah. Uh, so, Momo... And her Twitter handle is Mariah Mallad, M-A-R-I-A-H-M-A-L-L-A-D. She's really big in the convention world, like almost as big as Jessica Negri, if as big. Uh, she did Kana, and boy, it is... So cute. It's just adorable. Yeah. She's got giant eyes, and I, I really like Momo. Uh, people give her a lot of shit for the lewds she puts out, but her body she can do whatever you want so mm-hmm. everyone can mm-hmm. suck a dick she's still fucking awesome and then for <laughs> speaking speaking of jessica negri yes did i hear she put a fork in her ass i don't know <laughs> actually i didn't hear that there is like in like the she was a guest in like the rooster teeth podcast huh. and the not the podcast itself but the post show that they uh-huh. did for like the like the first members only oh, thing yeah. apparently she like put a fork in her butt Guess. At, the, at least they allude to it in, like, the podcast. I, I, well. I'm not a first member, so I don't. I, don't, I used I don't. to be. It was good. I only, I, I, sub, I pay a subscription for when Ruby's going on. Oh. <laughs> that's, when, that's when you buy into I'm, it? Because I'm impatient. Well, now, now I know where I need to go when I, I want to watch the episodes right away. Hey, there's a need for Ruby. It's a Ruby need. And that's such a good show. But I was like, it's it's so good that I can't watch it weekly. I have to just yeah. like turn everything off until it it's all out, and then I yeah, I just well, yeah, like watch it all Yeah, because you binged it at my house when season four was over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I watched like the first eight episodes before like all of them were released. Mm-hmm. And I got to like ep- I was like ready for episode nine, and I was just like, oh, wait, shit, what have I done? <laughs> Fuck. I can't handle this cliffhanger. Yep. Gotta wait now. Yeah, so I just, I basically just tried to completely forget about it for weeks until everything was released and yeah, then came over. We Can binged you imagine it all. that waiting on that cliffhanger after uh, that one character became unalive? <laughs> <laughs> you know the one I'm became talking about. Unalive, fans. Yeah. It, we, was, it was Pira. We know you cried. Spoiler alert. Uh, it's been out for a year and a half. <laughs> if you haven't fucking watched it, then that's your fault. Uh, cosplay is not as big as Jessica Negri, but definitely just as talented, if not more, uh, is Bonanzers, uh, spelled B-A-N-A-N-Z-E-R-S. She actually goes to the same college as me and a lot of the same conventions, but also the bigger ones. Uh, I think she's going to ColossalCon. Yes, she is going to ColossalCon. Uh, she's not only a very talented cosplayer, but also an amazing photographer. Uh, definitely go check out her work. She does have a website, but she did a sneak preview for her Toru cosplay this week, and I was, it it just blew me away. That tail looked so adorable, and she did, like, a walking video. Here, let me see if I can find it. I don't think Toru's tail is adorable in the anime, though. (laughs) Because it was like really, giant scary dragon. It was just like just a thick. It was like a girthy tail. Well, she kept trying to have it was kind of stubby. Eat it. Oh my god. Cute tail. Oh yeah, she killed it. Yeah, no, it's adorable, and you know she's on Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Go check her out. Uh, 
yeah, I, I, I think this is probably my favorite segment because I like talking about people who deserve more likes and more <laughs> attention. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and then a uh, personal cosplay that I am starting to work on that I'm so excited for is uh, I'm going to do Akira Kurusu from Persona 5. Uh, I think we talked about Persona last week. A little bit, yeah. Uh, you said I'm, you were playing it and you were really oh, into it. So good. But I, you hadn't oh. gotten very far into it, but how's yeah, you've gotten far enough to know that you are It is an amazing hooked. game. It is an amazing game and I already own Persona 4 Golden and I know that's what I'm gonna go play after this. Oh friend of mine just finished it and she said she put hundred and twenty five hours into it. Yeah, it's a just like, very long game. Insane. I'm playing on safety mode for my very first playthrough because I want to max all of my social interactions. But uh, it's bas- it's kind of like Fire Emblem, where if you're not on safety and one of your teammates dies in battle, they die for good. Oh, God. Yeah. So safety mode, they can't die. So, But I had no idea that if you're not in safety mode and they die, they're just dead. They're dead. <laughs> so that's like a cool little twist. Uh, but I'll be doing a gender-bended version of Akira, which for those of you who haven't read the manga, uh, is the main character that you get to rename at the beginning to whatever you want, but, you know, he obviously does have a name. What'd you name it? <laughs> Akira. Oh. I, 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 I go for the, I go for the actual name, just cause, I don't know. <laughs> I named Link, Link, and oh, every Zelda so game. so lame. I'm sorry. I will say, like, I definitely did that my first five playthroughs. Oh, yeah. But... I mean, I'm sure Scott's done, like, homo face or something. Yeah, probably, yeah. That's probably. Uh, but anyway, I'm really excited to be doing that. I'm going to be commissioning a wig for that, and this is actually my first commission ever, so we'll see how that goes. But I kind of wanted to just have a really nice wig to go off of. And, yeah. I'm not going to be doing uh, the Persona version of Akira. I'm going to be doing his school uniform, but in girl form. Uh, eventually I'll do the persona form, and I think I could do some really cool pictures of, like, a mirror or something, where there's, like, the persona in one side and the school and another. I don't know. That'd be really cool, yeah. I'm just really excited because persona is my life right now. <laughs> I'll keep you I guys I hear updated. it's very encompassing. <laughs> it is very. You need to get a PlayStation. Um, so I just realized it is May... It's gonna be nice. So, you know what should be coming up? Oh, fuck what? Celebration. Oh my god! (laughs) (sighs) I love Celebration so much. Uh, For those of you who don't live in Iowa, Celebration is a festival. Would you call it a festival? Yeah. It's a festival once a year where uh, local, local people of Asian descent come around. And they set up booths, and it's it's really cool that they section off the booths, booth, booths, <laughs> booths, like they have China in one area, you know, Japan, uh, Vietnamese, Korean. Uh, I think they actually have an Indian section too, which is yeah. Really they, cool. I mean, it's, yeah, it's all of Asia. There's like a yeah. Cambodian section. Yeah. There's like a Laotian section. There's. It's amazing. I got my favorite rice bowl there. It has a little pig face on it. It's adorable. Uh, I'm on the event calendar on their website and doesn't look like they have anything listed yet oh, no. which um I had yeah s- I, th- I thought it would have first year yeah and I'm, i could have sworn they did it um in may last year well, i hope so because i was still living in uh in the east village and i moved out in may and i remember it was like i was pretty much all the way moved out yeah it was like my last day but um it was so good their food oh my god if you guys end up going crab rangoons at every place yeah Especially the Vietnamese ones are the best, in my opinion. Oh, Friday, May 26th, Saturday, May 27th. Boom. I need to take these days off. Um, Yeah, downtown Des Moines, Western Gateway Park. Um, I love Celebration so much because it is the only time that I'm able to get Korean food in in Des Moines. So good. Um, And it's, like, authentic. Like, these people are making it themselves. Yeah. In these giant dishes. Yeah, and it's it's really good. Um, Crabbergoons. So so good. Yeah, all of them are. I love (laughs) Crabbergoons so much. But, yeah, like, we we had a Korean restaurant in Des Moines. It closed. (laughs) I remember I I didn't even get to try it. Me and my friend were walking 
to specifically like we're gonna try this Korean restaurant and we walk up to the door and they had just locked their doors for the last time oh my god we had gotten to them as they were closing for good and the lady like crossed her arms like this like the the emoji that's like no she like she became an emoji at us she's like we're closed and so we were just like oh okay I guess, I mean, like, we, we showed up, like, five minutes after they were supposed to close. Oh, like, they closed okay. at 2, we showed up at, like, 2.05. So, like, all right, we get it. We didn't think we were going to get served. We know we're late, so we'll just come back tomorrow. We came back the next day, completely closed. Oh, my like, God. Like, they had already ripped out, like, everything inside. It was just bare bones in the restaurant. That's so sad. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, because the only place that we have now that poses for, like, Korean food is, like, crappy ramen house, Karnklidge. No, oh, yeah, they just have like some Korean options. It's so gross. And they're. I went and I tried it. It is so. It's really, they're gross. really salty. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's extremely they salty. They sell there. tots. Like it's Americanized ramen house, and it's yeah. not good, and it's dirty, and don't even get. I mean, me started. like it's it's good if you want to just like be in a food coma and like have yeah like enough sodium to last you for the entire week. So but, much sodium though. Yeah, it's it's really salty. The tots but, are good. Uh, and yeah, there was a Korean restaurant in Ames, and that shut down last Wasn't year too. That up? It was called The Scallion. Okay. Well, there was one restaurant that had been open for, like, 20 years in Ames. Could have been that. Yeah. It was, like, a mom-and-pop place. Yeah. And, like, yeah, this, I, this I never got to go, and I was upset because I wanted to. I went to it once, and I was relatively impressed. I mean, like, I wasn't, like, blown away, but, yeah, yeah it was it was pretty good. I mean, it was definitely, like, this is the only place I'm able to get this kind of food. Um, so, yeah, the closest place... To Des Moines to get Korean food now is all the way in Iowa City. Oh my god! I'm just like, who went, am I gonna really gonna drive two hours for food? I mean, if you yes, ever want to, I have. I will totally but take a still. road trip with you. <laughs> so yeah, Des Moines, get more Korean places. Please. 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 It's so good. Please. <laughs> Celebration, please. Yeah, I'm really looking forward <laughs> to that. All right, well, like that's all I have. Yeah, I think we're ready to wrap up. Cool. So, in conclusion. In conclusion, thank you everyone for listening. (laughs) And uh, we will be back next week with another episode of Otaku Talk. Have a great night, week, month. Life. Bye. Oh, on the Wi-Fi, yeah? On the Wi-Fi. On the Wi-Fi. On the Wi-Fi. On the Wi-Fi. Oh.